Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome to Bink at Night, Jay Binkley with the man named after former Bears quarterback Eric Kramer. Honestly, his name's Kramer. Kramer Dog. What's up, Kramer? That's a, that's, a, that's a good way to start this show. It's a true story. I'm, I'm glad you at least got the story right and some don't think off of that one uh, TV show. No, it's a true story. Oh, very true. You can yeah. ask my mom about it. You've told, I <laughs> don't need to. You told the story on the air. That's true. I don't reveal things that you haven't revealed yourself. Have you ever met a, a first name named Kramer before besides me? Nope. You probably, you probably won't. Probably nope. won't. Probably won't. And I don't care to. Already know there's Kramer. Already, there's already too many of us. That's only Kramer I know. Good seeing you, man. Right back at you. The Kramer Sansone Network, man. It's got baseball all the time. Comes across my timeline. YouTube stories. Guys always thinking baseball. Of course, that's what happens when you play baseball. I know somebody playing for the Bearcats next year. You'd like this. Oh, really? Yeah. Told you why I'm looking for a place in Maryville, didn't I? Oh, so you're trying to use, so you're going to be uh, using said kid to go up there and watch some baseball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. All I right. have a reason to. It's good baseball. Good baseball program. Well, you know, you should, you should embrace it, Kramer. I'm shocked you didn't try to persuade someone to go to Pitt State, but there's a reason why I wouldn't go to Pitt State either. Well, you know what I did, and I and I tried, and it came down to a couple places, and that was those are two of them. But Bearcats win again. When don't they, Bink? Eh, not all the time, Crim Dog. Yeah, the Royals game this afternoon. Not nice ditch day, you know, down there at the Power and Light, Miller Light, Cody and Tap are all around the place. Dusty Lichens, Dirty Werewolf was down there, down the power and light. Hope you enjoyed the game, the Royals game. The hope and the promise of what could have been the Royals against the New York Yankees today when you knew this was going to happen, Kramer. You knew this was going to happen. Eight to one loss against the Yankees because their bullpen had been taxed the last couple of games. I don't know if you know this or not, Kramer, but the uh, New York Yankees, of course, growing up, I hated them, still do. 70s, they really stopped what would have been a Royals dynasty. It's a great rivalry, Royals and Yankees. <sighs> would have been the first Royals series win against the Yankees since May 15th through 17th, 2015. Kramer, yes, that was the World Series year, but it's been a minute. We're six years past that, bro. KC now 4-3 and three in rubber games. They've dropped 10 series now. 
10 straight series to the New York Yankees. Royals have just one series win versus the, Yan- the Yankees in the last 20 seasons. 117 and 3. Since the start of 99, get this cream, dog. Royals are 50 and 106 versus the Yankees. It's the worst winning percentage by any major league team against any opponent, 100 minimum games played. That stat courtesy, those stats courtesy of David Holtzman from Valley Sports. It opens your eyes. And I thought this could be different. I mean, it was so bad, Kramer. The other night when they, they finally beat the Yankees, it's back-to-back because it's thin. They didn't play last year because of the pandemic. You had to go back to 2019. The Royals had a stretch of 39 straight games against the Yankees. They had not won back-to-back. But if you count that 2019 game in the first game of the series, 39 games. I mean, <laughs> that is a hell of a stretch. I mean, you look at the Yankees. The Yankees are a pedestrian team. You know who the lowest-scoring team in the American League is? Baltimore. No, the New York Yankees. Really? But it's it's like one of those things. It, it, this, the first couple games were so close to the New York Yankees, and I thought the Royals. But you know what? I mean, you look at this. You look at the lineup they're trotting out. I mean, you look at there's you know I like Gerard Dyson. I, I like him a lot. But when you get past Perez, O'Hearn, yeah, he's showing some things since he's been back up. Killed it in Triple A. Goes over four today. But then Alberto Dyson, Michael A. Taylor, who's batting two thirty one. Nicky Lopez, I get it. The guy's a ball player. The guy's hitting 260 right now, but come on. And then Sebastian Rivera, who gets that nice double today. But you look at the lineup and you understand it, but the pitching, that's been head scratching, and especially with Brad Keller. Like this guy, and I like Keller a lot. This is the ace of the staff, this is the opening day starter. He came into today's game. Five runs, five-plus runs in a career-long three straight games. Only gave up four today. Only gave up four today. Two of them, though, came in the first inning, and he got himself out of a jam. But he finished just five innings. You go back, this is his month of June. Five innings, five innings, five innings, five and a third, five innings. That's June. And then his last start in May, five innings. You have to go back to May 25th when he went seven innings. They issued 24 walks in the series versus New York. That's one walk shy of the franchise record for three-game series. Think about that. 24 walks, 16 just in the last two days. Only five today, 11 yesterday. That's a lot of walks. And Brad Keller, he's got to get past this first inning stretch. This first inning stretch is what's really hurting Keller. And I heard Vern talking about it. He's 100% right. You know, he said... You know, people complain about, you know, Mondesi being hurt, which is, that that's legit. Always hurt. Hunter Dozier and Solaire not, you know, playing like they should be playing. Who, by the way, weren't in the lineup. But then next, as far as starters, you got to look at Brad Keller. Like, when you think about players that just haven't achieved what you expected them to achieve this year, it would be Brad, would it? I, he's got a ton of potential, man. He's got a ton of potential, but he's got to get ready. And this is what Brad Keller said. This is this is two weeks ago on the Brad Keller show when they asked him point blank, "What's up with your first innings?" <laughs> I wish I knew. Honestly, um, it sucks, dude. I want to get out of that first inning so bad. And I, you know, talking to Cal last night, it's like when when I'm down in the bullpen, it's like everything feels great, and then I get in the bullpen, it's like my just 
engine just revs really high, and I don't know. It's frustrating because I feel like I make pitches and I feel good going into the game, and then I get in the first inning, it's like all of a sudden seems like it's bases loaded all like right away. Like it's frustrating, but trying to figure that out, man. I mean, obviously, I don't want to be in that situation. Um, so working through that. That was two weeks ago. You know, these first innings. And here's Matheny today after the game about Keller in the first inning. And could it be throwing him off? Could the first inning be throwing him off for the rest of the game? Because you got to be able to forget about it. And I don't know, Kramer. I don't know what's in store. I mean, listen, I like the opener like you like the opener. It's a part of baseball, right? You have to get 27 outs. When you get them, it doesn't matter. you got to get 27, right? But if you have an opener... <laughs> Is he going to be jacked with one and two-thirds innings? Or in two innings, he's still going to be jacked to the third? Is he going to carry that same mindset for the first? I don't know. Here's Matheny on today. Could that be running his game plan? What happens to him in the first? Uh, the first inning has set a tone for him that I believe takes him away from his game plan. And every one of the guys are, are going to get into survival mode. And what pitch do I need to kind of get through this instead of trusting um we've talked about this a lot with uh, a lot of the pitchers and brad has been around he's still a young pitcher still learning i'd like to see him continue to have trust in the, the movement that he has and use the bottom of the zone and trust the fact that we're going to we're going to make plays behind him and that they are they are going to be hit towards people but um it uh, unfortunately kind of took him out of his game a little bit and um you know they uh they ran him deep in his counts <laughs> it's getting his head man and I think it's being getting his head for like right now. I think it's time for him to be moving, but to the bullpen. If you want him to be your ace, he's not performing like an ace should be. But they need innings. That's, the, thing. that's need, the argument. They gotta have somebody eat innings. That's man. the thing too. If they need to switch it up with Brad Keller, they've they've we've already seen them use an opener two times this week. Our last oh, week and one this week. So we at least can see a a different factor of how to use it. Why don't you just put Irving Santana to start the game, then have him only pitch two innings, then put in Brad Keller for hopefully five or six to stretch him out to just give him a different mindset. You might have to. To possibly give him a better a better look on things, especially from him not pitching in the first inning. You might have to. You might have to. But him and Miner were expected innings eaters, right? And Miner's proving the fact that he's an innings eater. Miner is living up to that. That's why he's here. And like, I, and this is this why point, Mike Miner's here to eat. And you would hope Duffy, you know, Duffy's been hurt, but – you know, the mindset is, you know, could Duffy give us 170, 180? But, again, here was Keller two weeks ago on Fesco in the morning. How do you forget what happens in the first inning? Because we're seeing this thing over and over. Yeah. No, I mean, it's tough to flip the page, but you have to, you know. Like, you can't keep letting that first inning, you know, linger over into the second and third. I feel like I did a decent job of that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back in the second and third inning, putting up zeros. Um, you know, fourth inning, I uh, – Pulled a change up into a guy's hot zone, and he, you know, did damage on it. But I mean, I even and this is the way it is, Craig. We saw this last weekend, right? I mean, you get this point, you go through four innings, and then it all, you know, comes and collapses on you. But you got to find a way to get that first. Now, if that's the opener, okay, you, you got to do what you got to do, man. But you don't want to do that with your ace, your staff. I mean, well, he's he's you want him to be your ace, but he's clearly not the ace right now. Granted, he had that two four seven ERA last year, but that's also during a sixty game sprint where all you saw was the central from the AL and the NL. So you're you're starting to see a lot more, and he, it seems like just getting to his head that maybe it's that the fact that there's fans there, maybe it's a little bit of something yes. else. We there's something going on neurologically that's like okay, it's something up in the mind. It's just a mindset. 
And baseball's a game of failure, and at times they can get on to you. Hey, no quitting. 114 pitches to complete the five innings. Text line saying eight, five innings is not. Yes, exactly. That's my point. The whole month of June, getting got to six, you know, six innings. Haven't done it. I get it, text line. That's, that's the problem. The problem is he's not eating innings, and that's what he's supposed to do. Um, 816, you guys are killing me today. You know how it is listening to sports talk radio all day about the losing Royals. I'm a Royals fan, but enough is enough. Here's the thing about the Royals. I, I do think they're a topic because right now, and I'll get to the Chiefs. Trust me, I got plenty of Chiefs the rest of the show. But the bottom line is, I as a fan, I wanted this one. Because you beat the Boston Red Sox two out of three, and you had a chance to beat the New York Yankees two out of three, and again, I mentioned their failures. One seventeen and three now in their last 23 series against that team. A chance to... With this lineup, with this team, beat that team. It was a chance to do it. I mean, they had a chance. Well, they they had a chance. Well, they obviously won the first game. They had a chance the second game. Wanted to see them win this series. So they beat Boston and New York back-to-back. And for strange reasons, they're going to Texas now for three. And then they'll go back to Boston for four, which is a scheduling quirk. It's a weird deal. Usually it's Boston, then New York, Kramer. You don't see this very often. We're in New York, then you're in Texas. Then you're back. It's going to be hotter than hell probably in Texas. I would have Good thing they're indoors. It is. It is. Thank God it is now. It used to not be. Get the sliding roof. They still can't grow grass, right? It's a hybrid. Yeah, it still can't grow grass. Um, Whit Merrifield, by the way, 10-game hitting streak. I don't know if he might cares, but this guy continues to bowl. And, it's, and he's also a guy that he was also on a slump during his hitting streak. Towards the end of his hitting streak, that well, the beginning of his hitting streaks where he got out of a slump. The 10th career hitting streak of 10-plus games or more. Second to only Colorado's Charlie Blackman since the beginning of 17. Blackman has 11. Since his batting average fell to 247 on May 29th, Merrifield has hit safely in 21 of his last 23 games, slashing 320, 343, 470s, 32 for 100. This guy continually does it, man. Like, I want him to win for wit. Like, that's the one guy I want to see win games. Yeah, there's others, obviously Perez, but he's won one. What hadn't yet? Win one. Win one for him. But I'm frustrated they're they're just a game and a half now above Detroit. But again, baseball's a funny game. It was right in front of them. You know, beating Boston two out of three, then beating New York two out of three. I think we look at it completely different. And yes, text line, <laughs> Keller's not eating the innings. He's got to. He has got to start eating those innings. There's no question about that. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers cut a uh, six-time All-Pro guard. Do you want him in Kansas City or not? We'll discuss that. Bing at night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Big and I.J. Binkley, Kramer Sansone. I learned during the break, Kramer's been adulting. Not exactly sure what that means. I've been going to Lowe's a few times to get stuff to repair some things. Phone number 913-576-7610, J. Southland Tow Service. Text line 913-576-7610. I'll get into David DeCastro being cut by the Steelers, but real quick, we'll go out to the phone. We'll hit the Leewood and talk to Maureen. What's up, Maureen? Hey, Bank. I want to talk about Mondi for a second before you guys get into the um, football topic. Yes. And... I'm just, I mean, I haven't heard this line of thought at all about Mondi, but I'm just wondering if some of his injury issues um, relating this to what you were talking about with Brad Keller might be kind of mental also in that so much is expected of Mondi that he tries so hard and just like oversteps things all the time because there are so many expectations on him. Well, Marine, that's you know what it's a it's a point, it's a thought. I, you know, you see him stretch that single into a double his last game he played, and then you know he's cautious, but that didn't slide. Uh, maybe it's in the back of his head. The guy still plays the reckless abandon. I'll give him that. Um, the, yeah, the injuries have got to start creeping in your head if you think, man, you know, every time I go out there, something happens, um, which sucks because he's an aggressive player and you like that aggressive style play. But yeah, you're right. There could be a you know, there's got to be some kind of mental block that if you get hurt all the time when you go out, I mean, you don't want to let your teammates down and it starts to starts to bother you. I don't know if it's the same issue as Keller, but they're they're kind of one and the same, I guess, the whole sports psychology mixture. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a good point, though. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it might be because you got to it's got to be in your mind. I mean, that's got to be in your mind if you're hurt all the time. Well, if he's hurt all the time, it's, I mean, it's always with his legs or lower body or even the other. About we'll a couple bleep. years ago, it was uh, upper body, I think, at some point with the, his shoulder, I believe, or something. But there, it's just like there's always something. Like, and it, I wonder if it's the effect of how athletic he is. The Him always, I mean, with more of an athletic body, your, your muscles are always tighter, and it's a good way to tear or strain something. So, I mean, we've seen this with plenty of times to say with Byron Buxton. He went, he went back on the IL, but that, he broke his hand at bat. But look at Giancarlo Stanton. But he came back, and I, he's leading all-star voting. That's true. Uh, but look at Giancarlo Stanton. But he's back. He's, Giancarlo is, he, Stanton, is he hurt again, Buxton? Buxton's hurt again with broken hand. When did that happen? Uh, about three days ago. What, oh, he so, was back for three days the amount of time that okay, Monty was back, okay, and he yeah, got yeah, hurt okay, around the same time. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. But Stanton is another guy that his legs are always the problem with him. So that's why he, if you would have saw him during the – the the series him like running gingerly to first base always because he has bad quads and hamstrings. Yeah, it's a good point, guy. Yeah, forget about Buxton hurt again. Yeah, he came back and then he hit a home run and the hand. Yeah, Byron's one of those guys, man. It's just very similar to Mondi. This guy was once the number one overall prospect in baseball, Byron Buxton. 
Same situation, the same frustration uh, that happens uh, there. Mitchin David DeCastro, six-time uh, Pro Bowl. Made the Pro Bowl last year, as a matter of fact. Bad ankles. Play, started 13 games last year with the Steelers. 31. Um, he was released with a non-football injury designation. Final year of his contract. Slated to make $14.2 million cap hit. The savings steal, uh, saves the Steelers $8.75 million in cap space. According to Mike Garofolo, the Castro been having ankle injuries. Um, he's had the issues for quite some time. He had surgery on it before last season. He's evaluating his future means he's deciding whether to continue playing football or not. I know uh, from 97.3, the fan, uh, Pittsburgh Sports Talk Radio, our sister station out there, Carrington had on Colin Dunlap, who's watched a ton of David DeCastro. And this is somebody in Pittsburgh's thoughts on David. He was um, he was hurt in training camp last year. He limped through the season after missing a couple games. I didn't think he'd be released. I thought he might retire of his own accord, um, but he was released. He was a shell of himself toward the end of the uh, regular season last year. He kind of limped through the last six games. Um, I, he definitely... I would think he might be a guy that would look to latch on for one more season. One more season, but then how many games would he play, Colin? At best, the Castro has probably 10 games in him. Uh, he is just beat to death, and his knees are beat up. And you know the way that that Steelers offense was when it was humming, when Le'Veon Bell was here? It was a grinder of an offense that really did a lot, that got the ball to him a ton. And Le'Veon Bell did a lot of things and made people hold their blocks a long time. And DeCastro was one of those bulldogs. And I think Father Time just caught up with him. I, I just, at best, he's got 10 games left. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very encouraging. Not very encouraging. Here's the thing. That line, is they, well, they have one starter back on Pittsburgh now? Because Villanueva is now on Baltimore. DeCastro out. Um Pouncey retired. Pouncey retired this year, so it's one starter back for the Steelers. I mean, they're, they're going to be hurting offensive line. They're, they're going to be a shell of themselves um, this year. I, I have no expectations for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had 17 free agents coming in this year. They've lost key ones in Bud Dupree. That was the big one uh, for that pass. They're still going to be a decent defense, but I'm worried about this offensive line. I do like the running back, Najee Harris. They've had good running backs in the past. Had no running game. Last year did the Steelers, but I I was talking to C-Dot about this. He's got it for his podcast. And by the way, that full Colin Dunlap interview, 610sports.com in the Odyssey app. It's uh, You go listen to the full thing. It's, it's about six, seven minutes all about uh, the Steelers' direction they're going and, of course, the Castro. To me, I don't even sniff it if I'm the Chiefs. I mean, hey, I want a guy healthy. I mean, I'll take one-year contracts, but not a guy that you're expecting 10 games from. And those ankles do worry me because right guard might be the most plentiful. No, it's the most plentiful position with depth for the Kansas City Chiefs. That and really the second wide receiver. And you throw in Pringle and Demarcus Robinson, McCall Hardman. We'll get to that in just a second. But that right guard position, yeah, Kyle Long's hurt. Whether he starts on the pup list or not to be determined. But you got Trey Smith, the rookie. You've got LDT, the Canadian doctor, coming back. You got Allegretti started the Super Bowl and won. Allegretti started the Super Bowl lost. You've got Andrew Wiley, start a Super Bowl loss, but different positions, all battling. And then don't forget Austin Blythe, who I think, listen, guy's making less than a million dollars. Chiefs brought him in to be a center before they drafted Creed Humphrey. 
when he was in L.A., he was a starting right guard. Brian Allen gets hurt at center. He goes to center. So it's kind of a guy in Andy Reid's wheelhouse that can play center or guard. But that is a position they don't need to spend if, money on. If I'm the Chiefs right now, I would not go after DeCastro. There's no reason for you to. You have plenty of bodies in your your roster. If you want to get another one, go for it. But I, you're, you're not going to go out and count on DeCastro with his age and while his body's failing him. It, like For me, still, I'm still shocked that the Chiefs went for long and they signed him. And I kind of – I went and – Figured that he would be getting hurt at some point in the season, but it doesn't even look like he may not even start off on the act, like the active roster to begin the season. So it's like I'm not going to try to go for another guy that we have seen injury history that's possibly like like he said, ten games possibly left. There's no reason for the Chiefs to go after this guy. I'm with you. I mean, again, it's the most plentiful position. You don't need to bring somebody this late into the game. And heck, Niang can even play right guard. I mean, if they you. brought Melvin Ingram, I'm good with it. I've always wanted well, I mean, yeah, no, a pass diff- rush. That's difference, like that. though. That's the difference because we're talking about a, a guard compared to a, 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 an edge rusher that we Chiefs might possibly need for a few games. That oh. might he may get six games out of him, and who knows if there's a suspension coming from Frank Clark. We'll talk about new wrinkles in this Chiefs offense real quick. The uh, text line: Do you know if Mondesi has a personal trainer bank? I, I'm sure he does. I'm sure they work what they wanted. I I know that Raphael Belliard, not a trainer, but. A guy who's played major league, but they sent him to Arizona with him in the last rehab, sent him north of Arkansas, Omaha. He went up there. Um, but it's tough. Here, here's one from uh from the four three two, a former Marine. Says Bink, I see where you're coming from on this, but as a pretty good athlete, I would like to admit also an infantry marine. My entire life I've always been injury prone. A lot of them weren't season inning, but I had to miss games. It sucks. A lot of stuff is in your head and you can't push past it. It happens, man. Some guys, it just happens to, man. But no, nobody's more devastated than Monty. I mean, he he, he knows his potential. Because I, I see him out there. Because when he came back, he hit that 445-foot shot, right? Nice little bat flip. It was kind of like like he wants to be in that club with Guerrero and Tatis and Acuna, right? Young stars, young superstars of the game. And then he hits that one of the longest home runs I've ever seen, that 464-foot shot into rivals. I mean, seriously. We were sitting there talking about the Kramer. Like, I've never seen a guy with that that has that speed that can put those monster home runs up. I mean, I've seen the monster home runs, but not in turn guys that could run the bases like he That just doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. It's an elite athlete, but yet injury prone might be uh, the word for Mondi. David DeCastro, so a no on that from me and you. Um, I think a lot of Chiefs fans, which usually somebody gets cut and you think, okay, you know, and they, but not really. They're not really hopping on this one. Not really hopping on this one with the cash road. I'm 100 percent with that. Well, that's the thing too. If everybody thinks that the Chiefs' offensive line is built and rebuilt and ready to go already, why do you? Why do you? If you have a question with it when wanting to get to Castro, that means you're not putting so much faith into this offensive line. There's one thing I'm for certain. It's gonna. I mean, this was their a number one thing to fix in the offseason was the offensive and, line. And they have. They've they've done that. Yes, they have. But. Could you see a situation where all of a sudden three rookies are on the right side? Like, let's say Rimmers is not ready to go. Niang would be your choice there. He's a rookie. Probably going to be Rimmers. But if something happens there, it's Niang. Then we'll say Trey Smith ends up starting. I mean, they're going to start who's ever ready to roll. Hey, Seriously. throw them out to the Wolves. See and what they can Humphrey. do. I mean, I'm just saying there's a situation. Anything can be better than from what we saw in the Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes would run around for his life. And the only time we've seen that happen where it's more than uh, a touchdown. It's true. Patrick Mahomes always has his team right in it. But A, number one. Kelsey, I'll get to that. He made some comments last year. Was it a success 
or not just getting to the Super Bowl. But coming up next, expect some new wrinkles in this Chiefs offense. We'll explain next. Bing at night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Big and Night, Jim Inkley, Kramer, Sansone. Guess what, Kramer? Didn't take the Steelers long. Courtney and Rampport, the Steelers have now agreed to terms with free agent guard Trey Turner per his agent Drew Rosenhaus, giving him a one-year deal. The shortstop? No, different one. Ah. Trey Turner uh, was traded uh, in the Russell Okun deal, Panthers, Chargers, started nine games last year for the Chargers. Still a free agent. I mean, a guy that has had success in this league. Five-time Pro Bowler, by the way, 15 to 19. He's made his share of them, but uh, didn't make it last year. Nine games for the Chargers. Maybe Trey Turner now in for the Pittsburgh Steelers. James Palmer, NFL Network, hinted something to what people have been talking about with the Kansas City Chiefs offense on NFL Network. Well, MJ, talking to people in Kansas City, it's finding a third pass catcher after Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. You saw what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were able to do in that Super Bowl. Now, that's tough. You need to have the horses out there to be able to stop those two guys. But at the same time, who steps up? Sammy Watkins is no longer with the team, and you didn't get Juju Smith-Schuster. What do you do as a third option? They would like McCole Hardman in his third NFL season to step into that. He had 41 catches for 560 yards and four touchdowns a season ago. But talking to some people, it might be a variety of things. Maybe more two tight end sets than they've ever used since Patrick Mahomes became the starter there. They drafted Noah Gray, a tight end with a similar skill set to Travis Kelsey that they could put on the field potentially at the same time. And also throwing the football to those guys out of the backfield. Mahomes believes they're really good route runners, specifically Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They can catch the football afterwards and make some plays in space. What Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes did after the Super Bowl was look at the offense and say, we need to make more plays in the short, intermediate passing game, J.J. So where can we go with the football and other aspects when we know teams are taking away the deep shot of Tyreek Hill? I know they've tried a lot of things this offseason, and they're throwing a lot of things against the wall to see what sticks. So can this offense get better? And I think it will. Here's McCole Hardman when he was asked about it, about new wrinkles when he was on uh, 
total access? Um, well, it's it's hard to say with Coach Reed. Uh, I mean, he has so much stuff that he got put in and everything. This so kind of I'm the guy that's just like, um, whatever you tell me to go do, I'm gonna go do. So whatever new they got, I'm mean, I'm excited for it. Um, so it's it gonna be interesting trying to count to see what uh new things they're gonna bring to the table. Good man, McCall didn't give up anything. Thought about it there for some time. Didn't give up anything. By the way, Patrick Mahomes, when he talked a week ago, was asked about the uh, the offense, maybe doing some experimenting uh, of sorts at OTAs and minicamp because that's when you can do these things. Yeah, we. I mean, we always we always are implementing new stuff, uh, adding new stuff to the offense, uh, trying out different things here and there. Um, and then I think uh, you said, I mean, we have these running backs that can catch the ball so well out of the backfield, so why not utilize them? And, with Clyde and Jared McKinnon, uh, Daryl, Darwin, all, all these guys. They're really good at running and catching the ball and running routes in space. And so using them as well as using tight ends and, and using the receivers, obviously, that are so special. So uh, I think you'll see a wide variety of stuff that we come into the season with, and, that, and that's what you want to be with the great offense. There's no question about it. The new wrinkle is they, they're loving Noah Gray. And keep in mind, I mean – Mid-round pick, you know, Noah Gray will be the most talked about guy or one of the talked about. It's like, it's kind of like Catapano when he was talked about a ton. You'll hear a ton about Noah Gray, the tight end. He can catch. He can do some things, can play the H-back role. But I think the guy gives the Chiefs legitimate 12 personnel. And if they go thir- with two tight ends and a running back, and if they go 13, he can bring Blake Bell. And who, by the way, Blake is at the uh, tight end university with uh, Kelsey out in uh, Nashville. We'll get to that in a little bit. But that's the wrinkle. I have a, another burrito bet, Kramer, with uh, Carrington. Have you Not, got your first burrito yet? No, no, no. Carrington still owes me. It's on his tab. That Noah Gray gets at least 15 catches. <laughs> to me, that's that's not that many. That's, that's a drop of the bucket. 15 for him? It's less than one a game. And he might have his game where he has like four. You know what I'm saying? 15 for him, I don't think it's a problem. I, I, I don't know about that one, Bink. I, I, I do know about it because I think it's going to be fine. Bink, Travis Kelsey it. and Tyreek Hill are going to get so much attention. Carry on. How many catches did uh, the Nick Kaiser have last year? Do not compare him. No, I'm going to compare him because that's the, where we're going to see the production wise. We're going to see six. The, I know we're going to see the exact same production we're going to see from Kaiser probably to Noah Gray. But Deion Yoder had here's seven. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Noah Gray's going to have more catches, of course. Yes. but not 15. He's at least going to have like 12 or something. Oh, like, come on, not, man. And here's the thing. Here's the thing with Noah Gray. To, to Kaiser, nothing. Gray's not going to drop the ball, kind of like how we've seen Kaiser do it. Did you see the one-hand grab in the Senior Bowl? Well, yeah, that's a Senior Bowl. That's not against NFL caliber players. I'm just saying. He's talked I mean, about it, a lot. It, it is, it. but it's – you know what I mean. The bottom line is, I mean, you think about Hardman last year, 41 for 560. Demarcus Robinson, 45 for four for uh, 466. Right there, the very similar player, Hardman and Robinson. Both of them back this year. Again, I feel it's one of the easier positions in the offense because – Number one and number two targets are Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, pick your poison on whichever week because they go back and forth who leads the team in receiving yards each week. That's your that's your public enemy number one and two is Chuck Pagano, once called Jamal Charles. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to – this whole press conference about his hands. He's been working on the hands. He's got good hands. He had good hands in LSU. Again, the only running back ever in the SEC to have 1,000 rushing yards and 50 receptions. Make that what you want. Joe Burrow, high-powered offense. That's what he did. And there's been 98 running backs drafted since 2000 from the SEC. 
16 in the first round. Nobody's ever done that. So you add, you sprinkle in the different wrinkle of Clyde catching a few more out of the backfield, using some 12 personnel with tight ends. If they go 13 with Blake Belk, he's one of the better blocking tight ends in the NFL. And he can catch a pass from time or two. Don't forget he caught a uh, touchdown pass against the Houston Texans. But that's the wrinkle. That's how they make this offense better. Like, you can't do much more about Kelsey and Hill. They're already good. Kelsey's the number one in his position in the NFL. You can make an argument that, that Tyreek Hill is two or three in the NFL at his position. I mean, there's two guys in the top three at their position in the NFL to go along with the quarterback that's number one in the NFL at his position, in my opinion. That's three playmakers right there, three-headed monster that's top three in the NFL. And I make a real strong argument two of them are number one in the NFL at their, at their respective positions. So, yes, that extra wide receiver is going to make a difference. And McCole Hardman, listen, they're counting on this guy. They're counting on this guy. He's had his opportunity. Sammy Watkins got hurt last year. Step in that role. I I have positive, real positive thoughts for Hardman going into this year, but I'll tell you this much. Don't discount Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle was on the fast track on Andy Reid's circle of trust until he got hurt in that Raiders game. And, oh, by the way, he comes back Catches the first pass for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Don't discount the hardworking effort of Byron Pringle. It's going to be a nice battle. Not only is right guard, but second, third receiver for the Chiefs going to be a battle in training camp. Mentioned McCole Hardman on NFL Total Access. What else did he have to say about stepping up for Sammy Watkins? I'll let you know next. Bing at night. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley. Kramer Sansone, who's agreed not to bring spider tech in tonight. It's getting all over the keyboard. I, I like to press the buttons, and then hopefully my finger comes up. So I, I prefer without. You don't need spider tech to do this job. I mean, sort of, at times. So if you want to make sure the pot goes up nice and slow, or slow and make it go down if you want to. I guess the Orioles pitcher, Kramer, just got, uh, he just got inspected after... Walking five of eight hitters, giving up six hundred. It's like, don't even waste your time, would, man. If you can't have control to find the strike zone, you really think he has something on him? Unless you're, just, you know, doing it to be doing it, because you have to. I'm sure these umpires. We'll get to that, but I'm sure these umpires don't like doing this. To be quite honest with you, I mentioned uh, McCole Hardman, who was on NFL Total Access yesterday, and you heard his thoughts there about this new wrinkle to the Chiefs' offense. What about him personally? Because I keep hearing this from the players, that chip on the shoulder mentality. I think I think we kind of got like a, a, a bigger chip on our shoulder this year, knowing we didn't get the results that we wanted last year and, you know, and all the, the talk that everybody doing and, and, you know, everybody say that we got the target on our back, and, you know, but I don't think people realize that they're going to get our best game as well. So um, I think it's just something that we can look forward to and it's definitely going to be a, a – another challenge for us to get back to where we want to be at. So we're looking forward to the challenge. I think we're going um, to do well when it comes time to um, go on the field. You know what? They will have been calling them back to the hunter role now because they were hunted. And essentially they are the hunt or because Tom Brady holds the trophies and sitting here watching Tom Brady holding it up right now. I'm 43-year-old Tom Brady. But regardless, Buffalo's going to want some, right? They're 0-2 against the Chiefs. The Browns will for losing the playoff game. And the Ravens will. They're 0-3 against Mahomes. First five weeks, you see all three of those teams. And there's going to be a target on the back. But I don't think the Chiefs care, man. To be honest with you, I don't. 
Chiefs have one goal and one goal only, and that's the Super Bowl. And I love hearing chip on the shoulder, stuff like that. You know, there's a little bit of one because they showed up for OTAs for the most part. They didn't have to, but for the most part, the guys that need to be there were there. And they were there for minicamp. And some of these teams can't say that because the OTAs were, quote, optional. McCole Hardman was asked about Eric Bieniemy because Eric Bieniemy expects McCole Hardman to step up this year. Trust me, he better do it. Man, Coach B know, know what he got in me, man. And I think it's uh, <laughs> people just uh, they, they're they're blinded by, you know, our, our offense and what we can bring to the table. You know, it's hard to come into our offense, you know, with the best tight end, the best receiver in the game and, and expect that, you know, and people expect you to do so many big things. It's like, man, listen. Like I'm just doing my role, you know what I'm saying. But I think with you know with Sammy going and, and yeah. the receiver spot opening up some more, uh, it's it's you know I got all the tools and the ability to, to do what I need to do. So I'm definitely gonna go in there and be a dog like I am and and just um, my number call to take advantage. I hope he does. It's his time. He's still signed through the next season, but he needs to step up. He's counted on, and and it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be gravy too with Tyreek getting the attention, Travis Kelsey getting the attention. I think Clyde's going to get attention. Of course, Mahomes will. But it'll leave a spot open. That's 100% why I thought Noah Gray could end up sneaking 15 catches. Just because the attention won't be there. He'll be on a box safety. He'll be on an outside linebacker. He'll be drawing coverage. Because Hill and Kelsey get the main attention from defenses. And they'll be conscious of what Mahomes is doing. Which will free up the running lane. Because you're not going to see eight-man boxes against Mahomes. And that's going to free up things for Clyde. Like Clyde ought to thrive in this offense with Mahomes the quarterback. But I feel Hardman and these guys can really, really put up some numbers this year considering who else is on this offense. That's why Juju didn't want to come here, right? Juju admitted it. They get too many weapons there. He wants to be the big fish in Pittsburgh. And Chase Claypool may have something to say about that, but that's why he didn't want to come here. And I feel like out of the out of the guys there, McCole Hardman should be the guy that we should expect to get most of those targets rather than Noah Gray. Granted, Noah Gray's going to get his fair share. Uh, of course he is. Of but course he is. I mean, he's going to have three times more catches only, than o- Noah. Only because of, uh, I mean, with Hardman, he's is he going to be your ex? That's that's the biggest question. Is he going to be your ex this season? Is he going to step up even more? Can to he that? be when he's more suited to be a Z? Yeah, like, ex- like, exactly. Tyree, like Tyree Kill's your best receiver, but he's a Z. He's, da- he's, he's a for sure ball. Z. He's a for sure Z. That's the thing. And if McCole Hardman can step up with that X, I, I still believe they're still missing their X. Which would have been open, Juju. It's going to be open up so much. Agree with you. Here's McCole Hardman on the biggest obstacle from going undefeated. It even brings up that 20-0 comment that was only meant to be one of the goals for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think it's consistency. You know, I think in this, in this game you can get beat on – any given Sunday, uh, Thursday, Monday, where, wherever you're playing, I just feel like um, it, the better team going to win. I think our job is just to go in there with the, the right game plan and execute to the best of our ability, and I think we'll be fine. We got the talent in the room to do, you know, where we want to put our minds to. So, yeah, 20 is definitely, you know, a goal. You, we don't want to lose any games, no matter what the you know, the circumstances is. So, whatever Pat says, man, my quarterback, I'm, I'm signing with him. So, <laughs> And he's not the only one to mention that. You know, it was said in jest. We all know it was said in jest. But it ought to be the goal, right? I mean, you don't want to say, well, I, you know, if we lose three or four, no big deal. You don't want to hear that. You want the chip on the shoulder. You want that attitude. And it's going to be exciting. This year, I don't know if you know Kramer. Well, the, you do know that they're opening up 
St. Joe for fans this year. Oh, although really? They player, are. Okay. Although player, although fans have to stay twenty feet away, no autographs, and you have to sign up in line for your tickets. That's the only difference. It's not a, it's not a free for all to go to St. Joe. Three three practices you have to pay for. You have to normally pay for your parking, but three Missouri Western, uh, it's like five bucks. It's not going to cost you much, but it is cool. They're opening things up. I'm happy for the city of St. Joe. Now, Midnight Madness was not thrown in there like I'd hoped. That was what I was looking for. Let's have our own Midnight Madness. Huh? Let's have our own Midnight Madness. Wouldn't just stand around? And why not? We'll, we'll, we can go live from out there. Just do the show up there at like six to nine in the 10th. Hey, why not? From the practice field with the sprinklers going. I wouldn't mind doing that. I mean, it's going to be hot, so I mean, I the sprinklers will cool us off. Yeah, you know, it's going to we'll see. Depending we'll, on how good your hot takes are, you will probably need to be yeah, cooled yeah, off. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the heat, but I'll be honest with you. The sprinklers would be nice. I love hearing them. Oh, they're a great sound. <laughs> love hearing it because that's, that's a sign of football. When you hear that, it's football time, man. When I hear those sprinklers going, it's good go time. Like it's like Pavlov's dogs, right? You start salivating. Which, by the way, Kramer, last week, uh, you don't know this, I ran to the uh, local bookstore. That's a place where people go buy magazines. They have those. Um, yeah, they had, very popular. Um, last couple decades, where people go to a bookstore. You know, there's a thing called the internet. You could probably get it off of. I know, I know. But there's this thing called the bookstore that's still open. You can still go in there and get them because I've got to have the hard copy of college football magazines. I make a trip every June, and they're getting expensive too now. The way they used to be like five, six, seven bucks. That's like thirteen bucks for college football mag. But I expect it, and I feel bad for them last year because I had them last year, Kramer. And you know what happened? Almost lit a candle. I, I did actually crush some beer one night. There's my football because that's when they, it looked like everything was gonna be called off. And some of them were like I didn't need some of my chapters. Big Ten didn't need it till they finally decided to play again. I was like, okay, let me go back and read this. And some guys opted out. I felt weird. Blew my money last year. Blew my money. Because they changed the schedule. You didn't have the non-com games like Oregon and Ohio State. Didn't have this. But I make the trip once a year to a, a thing called a bookstore. The last bookstore I used to go to or when I used to get all the baseball almanacs when I was growing up as a kid. Awesome. I, I was a nerd, man. So you never buy a hard copy of anything. Text line, that's the question of the night. Okay, Jay Southland, Toe Service, text line, 913-576-7610. Do you buy mags? And I'm not talking skin flicks. I'm talking that you don't need. Yeah, I mean, you, I got the Sports Illustrated magazine. But I get those. Like fantasy football. Maybe you, you get the fantasy football mag. Oh, no, I don't buy those. Because I get to talk to you 24-7. Why do I need to buy some something that I'm going to talk to you about? Or maybe listen to the Dust Man on the podcast. Oh, yeah, of course. Or something like that, But or your phone. But do you grab a mag, though, to prepare? Because it seems like fantasy football, you might you might sit down with a mag. I mean, pro football previews, you might not. I mean, I, I kind of shy away from those because things change so much and the, the how thing, we live in that the world. The thing that's good with the magazines for fantasy football, they sometimes give you a like a mock draft stuff inside of it. So at least you have stuff you can follow along with rather than me printing stuff out. In college football, keep in mind these guys get the next year of eligibility. So it's, you know, sometimes tough. Yeah, junior, senior, redshirted or not, did you get that extra year of eligibility? What's the hat? Like Skylar Thompson, K-State taking the extra year of eligibility. I like it because it's got the depth charts, it's got the schedules. I like it. I steal it. Phil Still, stand up, man. Do you know what he watches every game, Phil? He watches like 10 or 12 himself, but he's, he used to watch them, pretty much all of them. 
He does those books himself. Like, he'll squeeze the font in sometimes. Phil will. But he has somebody watching the Big 12, somebody watching the Mac, and they meet once a week to talk about the games. He charts every damn game. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's determination right there. He loves the sport of like college football, fire. man. I like that yeah. fire and desire by him. We need to take a time when we come back. Travis Kelsey, I loved what he had to say because it brings up a good question. Last year, are you looking at it as a success or not? We discuss that next. At night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 